Never ever ask anyone to bear with you through what you have to say. They should be privileged to be sitting in your audience and listen to what you have to say. I swear to God, if I ever hear any of you say that. Welcome to the Fit to Lead podcast, where we talk all things service, leadership, and how to leave a legacy worth remembering. In today's episode, we're talking about how to do the thing, how to step into your power, speak up, lead, and have confidence when you are shy. You do, this doesn't come natural to you. You're introverted. Maybe you're new. You don't have that confidence yet. How would I even get there, Natalie? Well, we're going over it today, guys, and believe it or not, this was me not too long ago. Up until I graduated college, I would say the last thing I wanted to do was to be picked to lead anything. God forbid I would never volunteer. I wanted to blend into the masses and not stand out. But I quickly learned that I would not only get eaten alive in my career if I didn't stand up and start leading, but I would be miserable. If I didn't figure this leadership thing out, not only could I only ever be mediocre at my job, which would just kill me, But I would never get the positions I wanted. I would never rise to the kind of success that I knew I was capable of. So today I'm sharing some tips for you shy, introverted folks to help you step into your power. I can now look back 10 years later and truly say I'm no longer afraid to speak up, to lead a group of people, to public speak, to take charge when it's necessary because I've put in the reps and done these things over the past 10 years. So let's get into it. All right, so tip number one is that, and really to fully commit to this one, you have to understand that confidence is built in practice and only built in practice. You do not build confidence by sitting in a class. You gain knowledge, but you won't build your confidence. So what you need to do is volunteer for things. You need to push yourself out of the airplane and figure it out along the way. So by volunteer for things, what do I mean? I want you to volunteer to do something extra that was gonna add value to your organization or specifically just make your direct supervisor's job a little easier. So a couple examples is you could volunteer to give a brief to your supervisor and just your bosses on something that you are familiar with or something that you have to share. It's often assumed that what you know, everybody knows, (laughs) but trust me, that's not the case. You have value to give and you don't even realize it. So just think, what's something that I know a lot about that maybe I studied or I paid a lot of attention in school about this one thing? What could I just stand up and give a little brief about that could add value to my organization. And then just just say, hey, I have this thing I could teach about for 20 minutes. Would you guys want to add this on to the end of the meeting? Another thing you could do is just volunteer to take over a task for your direct supervisor. Whatever that is, I'm sure it's not going to be glamorous, but just say, hey, could I could I do this for you and make your job a little bit easier? That is going to give you a lot of practice doing whatever that skill is, and it's probably something that you need to get to the next step anyway. So I really recommend doing everything you can to just take on responsibilities to make your direct supervisor's job a little bit easier. And then a big opportunity for this that I definitely don't want you guys to let pass you by, but if you ever go on a work trip or you go somewhere to get information, 
make sure that you are volunteering to brief this, the rest of the staff, the rest of your coworkers on what you learned so you can share that information and it doesn't just die with you. Now, I know you might be thinking, Natalie, is that really necessary? I could just type up my notes and send them out in a document. But here is why I suggest speaking about this instead of writing about it because A, let's be honest, no one's going to read what you write anyway. (laughs) How many emails have you gotten where you're like, okay, this is great. It's not relevant to me. I'm not reading it right now. And then you never go back and read it. That is what was going to happen probably for 90% of the readers of your notes. I suggest briefing it, speaking it in public because you're going to get those reps in for public speaking. You're probably going to be a little bit nervous, but it's such a great opportunity to A, get some face time with the rest of the staff, build your confidence in yourself and get that practice. And then of course you can go and double down and write about it too and send that out. I actually suggest doing both, but if you are only doing one, definitely more value in speaking and having a conversation with your colleagues about whatever topic you are trying to share. Pushing yourself out of the airplane, volunteering to solve problems that you don't know how to solve is going to give you the practice that you need to build trust and confidence in yourself, in your own abilities. It's going to give you practice in your organizational skills. It's going to give you practice in your creative problem-solving skills, and it's going to get you face time with your bosses and your supervisors. And the more you build those relationships, the better off you'll be, trust me. I shied away from that for a long time because I just didn't want to put myself out there, but it's worth it, you guys. It's worth it. All right, step number two is to own your strengths and don't wait for somebody to notice and to tell you that you're good at them and ask you to step up. Bitch, you already know. You already know what you're good at. So stop sandbagging. Stop hiding in the back and letting your leaders guess at where you should be or what you should be doing. Raise your hand and say, I have a passion for this. I think I could be really great at this. I would love to develop more in this area. Nine times out of 10, they're going to let you do that. Don't hide behind the fact that nobody came up to you and sat you down and asked you what you wanted to do. Just speak up and don't wait for someone to ask you. Don't wait for someone to notice when you already know where your gifts are. Ask, volunteer to be put in that position so you can become an expert in that and you can truly shine. This, again, and it all comes back to this, when you're put in a role that you can succeed at, that you can excel at, it's going to build your trust and confidence in yourself, which is going to just help you be the best leader you can be down the road. Along with this, if you see people struggling to solve a problem, even if it's your boss's bosses, and you have an idea, don't sleep on your ideas. Don't sleep on what you know could help. Offer it, speak up. If it's wrong, if it's not relevant, that's fine. But at least you tried. At least you tried to give value to the organization when you didn't have to. If you have a gift in you, and we all do, don't hide it. And step number three, and this comes into play when you're like, okay, yeah, this is all easier said than done, Natalie. Yeah, I'll just speak up because I'm here because I'm shy because I don't like speaking up. All right, well, here is how we get past some of that fear is you need to stop judging yourself for not being perfect. You are afraid of speaking up because you're afraid of people judging you. And that's only because you're silently judging yourself and over-criticizing every little thing you're doing and it has to stop. You are not ever going to be perfect or look polished or say the perfect thing all the time. Let me tell you, no one around you does either. So here's how we let go of that. You have to understand 
that as long as you keep showing up, that's the key though, you have to keep showing up, your true character is going to show through no matter what. Even if you have an off day or you say something stupid or you don't perform, as long as you just show up the next day and continue to try, it's all going to even out and people will notice. They're not going to remember one little thing you did on one day, but they're going to understand overall the effort you put forth, how you carry yourself professionally, and if you're a team player or not. So not knowing 100% or not being perfect is not an excuse to not raise your hand, to not speak up. You're never going to know 100% of the time. So stop judging yourself, let yourself be imperfect, and just keep showing up and you'll be fine, I promise. The next tip that I see way too often and I just see so many people self-sabotage right from the get-go and this is just such an easy thing that you can stop doing, but it's Don't advertise that you're new or that you're inconfident because that's just going to give the trolls all that much more reason to attack you. So for example, don't ever say before a brief, say, hey guys, sorry, I'm new at this. First of all, don't apologize from the jump. That's just so, you never do that. Don't say, sorry guys, I'm new at this. Um, Just bear with me if I mess some stuff up. What? You are already giving people a reason to expect you to mess up. And when people expect to find something, they find it. So enough, enough with that. Even if you are so incompetent, you are shaking, get up there with your shoulders held back and fake it till you make it. Never ever ask anyone to bear with you through what you have to say. They should be privileged to be sitting in your audience and listen to what you have to say. I swear to God, if I ever hear any of you say that. So far, we are volunteering for things that are going to help us get the reps in. We are knowing our strengths and speaking up about them. We are not judging ourselves for not being perfect, and we are not self-sabotaging or advertising that we're new at this. So now, guys, the trolls are going to come out. You're going to finally get the confidence to get up and give a brief or lead a group of people or make a decision that you weren't sure about and someone is going to come out of the woodwork and be like, um, do you really know what you're talking about? I mean, did you really even read? I'm not really sure if this is right. I really think you should uh, just think about this more. I'm, I just, I just don't know. And the first time this happens, especially if it's in front of a group of people, you might feel like crying. You might get all red and you might feel like crying. But the saying is true, you guys, if you are not upsetting anyone, you're probably not leaning in hard enough. It's going to happen if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. So do not let that throw you off course. But here's how you respond to it. You stand tall in your decision. You don't self-sabotage, like I said. You don't start tearing yourself down. You answer their questions or challenges without apologizing. And you take into consideration what they have to say. Do your best to not react emotionally. Just be calm and steady in that moment and then go back to what they said a little bit later when you're a little recovered from feeling attacked and just think, is what they said valid? A lot of times it might hold some validity. A lot of times they just don't want to see a new person up there doing things differently than they've always known it. I encourage you to think critically about any challenges presented to you and also seek counsel from your trusted mentors and peers. And this leads right into my next tip, which is just get feedback from the people around you, the people you trust that you know have the same right intentions that you do. 
we're not supposed to do this alone. There's no one person that knows the answer or that could do this better alone than with a team. It doesn't exist. The most heroic generals of history still had a team and still were better because of the team around them. So seek feedback from the people from the people around you that you trust, and that was going to help you make even better decisions. Ask them what they think your strengths or your improvements on, and that can be a hard conversation. It's hard to really look yourself in the mirror and ask those questions. The sooner that you truly look yourself in the mirror and ask those questions of your friends, the less scary it is, and the sooner we can get to truly developing as a person and as a leader. You have to be mature enough to not react emotionally to this feedback. So to recap, we have volunteer for things that are going to add value to your supervisor, your organization. We have know your strengths and speak up about them. We are going to stop judging ourselves for not being perfect, but we're going to continue to show up every day. We're not going to self-sabotage or advertise that we're new at this. We are going to react calmly to the trolls and we're going to stand up straight and not apologize for ourselves. We're going to seek counsel in our battles and mentors and above all you guys just keep getting the reps in just keep showing up keep pushing yourself out of the airplane and it's going to get easier and every time you learn something new you're going to build trust and confidence in yourself which is going to help you be a great leader down the road all right guys thank you so much for tuning into this episode of fit to lead please leave me a review and let me know what you liked about it, what you didn't like about it, how I can provide you better value in the future. If you enjoyed this, please share it with a friend and I can't wait to talk to you guys next time. God bless y'all.